hello everybody, welcome back, but it's not Hockey Central here anymore. No. We have officially rebranded to the Face Off podcast, the Face Off, whatever you want to call it. So, this is our first episode on the podcast, and we're going to be doing some newer style videos, different to our old format, to hope- hopefully make it more entertaining and exciting for you guys. So, why don't you tell us, or tell the viewers that are tuning in here, you know, a little bit of what we're going to be doing. Yeah, so whether you're listening to us on Spotify or you're watching us on YouTube, um, we decided to change what we're doing to kind of make it more interesting for you guys, which is what we what our aim of our channel is. So what we're going to be doing is we're kind of going to be doing uh, what well, we are going to be doing, weekly podcasts, um, maybe even like two times a week, not sure yet. But what we'll do is uh, there'll be videos, too, and some YouTube shorts, TikTok. You'll see us on TikTok, too. So there'll be a lot of new style of uh, content that you're not really expected to see from us or not that you wouldn't have seen from us, I guess, is a better way to put it, um, before. And we took time to think about it. I mean, we didn't post a video for like six months. Um, we were busy, but we were also thinking about what we wanted to do. So we think this is the best uh, choice for us exactly. as a channel. So let's get into a little bit of what we're actually going to be doing today. So um, currently, we are th- we, as you can tell probably by the title, we are going to be doing um, an Eastern Conference NHL tier list. So how that's going to work is we have a tier list we'll soon share to show you guys. And um, we're going to talk about our opinions on what team should go where. We have spots from one to eight, including the wild card realm. And yeah, so you'll see it. It'll be, it'll be a blast, honestly. And um, after that, we're going to be doing some more fun games, I guess, some over and under on, uh, you know, NHL points to see, you know, our opinions on it. And then uh, we're going to be doing some, uh, some fun kind of challenges, such as like uh, build a or start bench cut. Yeah, a team with fifteen dollars, build a power play with fifteen dollars. So all of that, I won't spoil it too much. But I suppose let's just get started in on the first thing. Yeah, let's, so. this is gonna be a bit of fun, guys. This should be a bit of entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Um, so all right, have that up. All right, so. Guys, let us know, honestly, what you guys want want us to do on this podcast. And yeah, because like, we're flexible. We're really exactly. flexible. We'll do yeah. anything. We'll be able to bring whatever you want. So as we said, this is our first podcast, so bear with us here. But here we have the tier list. So today we're going to be doing the Atlantic Division and the Metropolitan Division. So let's just go through our tiers real quick. You want to take them through it? Yeah, so obviously we have the standard division champ. Then we got second. Then we got third. So those are automatically teams that are guaranteed in the playoffs. And then we got wild card realm. So we're not saying that these teams are going to be in the wild card, but we're saying that they could be challenging for the wild card. They mm-hmm. could be in it in the wild card. We don't know. But th- just that kind of realm, that kind of area, um, which will be two teams. Um, yeah. And then we got sixth, and we got lot seventh, and we got the last place. So, exactly. Yeah. So – I guess we shall start with the Atlantic Division. Why don't we dive into that straight away with the Boston Bruins first. So if we just go over Boston, you know, they had that record year last year. 
But let's just say the playoffs didn't go too well. Lost in seven games to the Florida Panthers, who eventually made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and did not win. We'll just say that. Mm -hmm. So Boston, you know, they have lost a lot of guys. And I wouldn't say, you know, they've signed too many. I mean, they signed back Jeremy Swayman um, in RFA. And they haven't been really adding too much, I would say, to their roster. They um, basically, yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you can go. So, uh, basically, they just added, well, JVR. They added Lou Cheech, Boston legend. Uh, I mean, that's kind of all they added that's really going to help them. Maybe Shattenkirk, I guess. You could say Shattenkirk's going to help them get a bit on D. Maybe he replaces yeah, the only thing Connor is, Clifton know, or something. They have know. added, but just look at what they lost. They lost Tyler Bertuzzi, Bergeron's retired, and... They're just not the same team that they were, you know. Now they're the cap situation's not great. Crazy, crazy's um yeah, crazy retired. Yeah, exactly. So. so they've lost a lot of core people, but you never know. They still have, you know, David Pasternak. They have Brad Marchand. But anyways, let's go ahead and rank the Boston Bruins. Off the top of your head, what are you thinking? You know, I'm so. thinking around uh, here-ish. You know. Maybe. Yeah, I want to say third. But yeah, I, I think it's there. Yeah, they they look. They have talent. Yeah, like they do have talent. It's just they didn't they didn't improve. Maybe some would say their window is slowly going away. Mm-hmm. But but they're still in the they're still a playoff team. They're still a team that should be in the playoffs. So third exactly. Is really yeah. So we may change these later on. Just putting that yeah. out there. But. Um, let's go to the second team, the Buffalo Sabres. So why don't you tell them a little bit about Buffalo? Yeah, so again, Buffalo was a team last year. I guess, would you say the surprise a good amount of people with what they did? Yeah. I, I guess yeah, yeah. so, yeah. Impressive. Um, it's not something that we expected uh, from them. And they didn't, but the only thing is this, they didn't really do much this summer uh, to help them. Though, so, sorry. Sorry, you're going to, no, go ahead. I was just uh, saying, you know, to go along with what you are saying about they haven't added much. So, yeah, Buffalo hasn't added much. But in my opinion, this might be another video, but they probably have, like, one of the best young cores in the whole league. And just yeah. this time to just keep on developing, they're going to be a good team. I mean, Tage Thompson was star last year. How many points did he have? Like, 94? Yeah, something like that. That was absurd and then yeah, they have other guys in the system you know Darlene is just getting better every year they got Dylan Cousins they got Jack Quinn in the rotation they got so many young guys and young talent yeah this team give it a few years they're going to be really contending so what do you so, think we put them? So, I'm thinking wild card realm if I'm honest I think I think that one more year of sort of development and they'll be going for the top three spots. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're going for the top three spots this year? I think this year just to see where they can end up because they didn't make yeah. like a big, they didn't sign a big fish. Um, uh, yeah. I mean Tyson Yost is not a big fish. Neither is Connor Clifton. So, um, yeah. they added guys that can improve them, but I think they're either wild card room or six. But six might be a bit strong. So yeah. So what my my thought process is, you know. They last year they were in the wild card round. They were contending for that wild card for a little bit. Yep. And yeah. so honestly, I think it only gets 
it goes up from here. They, I don't think they've really lost too many pieces. So I think wild card realm is fair for the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. yeah. Now we're getting in to the Red Wings, the Detroit Red Wings, who had an iffy season last year, I guess if you could say. They have a couple nice guys. You know, they got uh, Lucas Raymond, and a big piece was they acquired Vladimir Ter- uh, Sorry, not Tarasenko. Alex <laughs> the Brinkett. The um, they yeah. acquired him from Ottawa in a steal of a trade, I'm pretty sure. Like, um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was absolutely nothing. About. Um, yeah, you know, Detroit has just been making quiet... Uh, like, that's quiet what I mean, right? This is what I mean, is what they're doing is... I mean, I'd say it's what it's better than what Buffalo are doing. I mean, they, get, they went out there and got a pure sniper in the Brinkett. They went out and got Gus as well as great offensive defenseman. Comfort, who can help. I don't know why they paid him five mil per um <laughs> for five years, but they that's got crazy. him. Justin Hall, Leafs legend, that's you. That's you. Oh, yeah, Leafs he's going to win them a cup single-handedly. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Clem Costin, again, solid guys. They just signed guys that can help you. Um, okay. on your way to Christian Fisher, just guys that can sort sort of help you get to where they want to get. Do I think they're gonna go in the top three spots this year? No. Do I think that they're gonna get there next year or the year after? Hundred percent. That team has so many young guys. Um, that are gonna come up and help them. They don't really have. I mean, I guess you could say Billy Hughes is their goalie. Is he elite? Anything? I'm not sure. Sure that you could say that. Um. But I think that they're either sixth or or wildcard realm, but I I think they're sixth. So yeah, so what I'm thinking is realistically, if we just check out Florida, you know, who's a better team? Florida Panthers or the Detroit Red Wings? That's kinda what I'm yeah. getting into here. So I think the Red Wings are sixth. Yeah. Which is a good tangent as it moves us on to the uh, team who made the Stanley Cup Finals from the East last year, the Florida Panthers. So, a Cinderella run for them. Props to them for that. As, you know, they had some tough competition. They beat Boston after 3-1. That was amazing. They destroyed Toronto. And then Carolina was just fairly easy as well. Just, you know, Vegas stopped them in their tracks. But overall, Matthew Kachuk, great player, as he's been you know, carrying them on their back, I guess you could say, as uh, has um, been uh, Bobrovsky. Yeah, he was yeah. amazing during the playoff run. So yeah, with that, really carry them, Bobrovsky. That's the I only think, reason they made it. Yeah, you know, so many guys have got injured, right? So Kachuk, yeah. he's going to be out for a little bit. Ekblad, I believe it was, he's going to be out for a little bit. And oh, uh, I got him on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So they didn't um, make too many, you know, additions. Oliver Ekman, Larson. That's know. sneaky. That's sneaky. I think that's really yeah. sneaky. I really think that's sneaky. Um, they did lose um, uh, Duclair. I mean, they traded him. Um, but look, there's Oliver Ekman, Larson, and Mike Riley are not going to win you cups. Neither is Evan Rodriguez. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I think they're going to be. Um, I think they're going to be worse than uh, Detroit. Wow. I think, I think they've... I think that if... I think that if you look at where Florida is and what they've had, um, 
like what they've how much is if you look at where Florida was two years ago, you'd have thought they've won the cup by now because they added Giroud at the deadline. They're so aggressive. They got Sherrod, but they've they've okay. So they've gotten to the point where I think that's last year was their best shot in a couple years for next couple years. And I think that they're going to have a couple years to develop, and then Kachuk will have one more go. So I'm going to be honest with you, hot take seven. Honestly, I – okay. I'm not sure. The only reason I say that is, right, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals, so you can't really write them off there. I guess they yeah, – No, 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 sorry. Put them in the wild card realm. I just realized something. Put them in the wild card realm. Wild card I thought of something. I thought mm. of something. Yeah, I'll explain that. Okay. So, you would you do... say ahead of Buffalo or? No, I put them behind Buffalo. Behind Buffalo. Okay, yeah, I just think, you know, yeah, you can't really write off the champs. Or not champs. Eastern Conference champs, I guess. Yeah, so the Eastern Conference. go ahead with the Montreal Canadiens? My hobbies. Yeah, so, or look, do you want to go to the least or do you want to go to the Habs? We can go to the least, huh? Okay. Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Let's just get this out of the way. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, we um. I'm gonna be honest with you. And okay. Here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Look. I'm. I'm a Habs fan, right? I hate the Leafs. I can't stand them. I. I really like. It's. It's the same for you, probably, as a Habs fan. <laughs> as a Leafs fan, sorry, hating the Habs. But what they did, they did absolutely everything they could to keep themselves in a position to win. When you add a guy like uh, Bertuzzi and Domi, two hard-nosed guys that can score goals and that can help you guys up front, the, the stacked guys that you have up front. They re-signed Samsonov. Perfect job by them. Yeah, they lose Kerfoot. Yeah, they lose Lucien. Yeah, they use O'Reilly. But when you gain... Also, they gained Ryan Reeves, who's basically like, I don't know, Wayne Simmons' replacement, I guess, if you want to say. Uh, Bunting, yeah, he's gone. But they got Klinberg to be a solid defenseman for them. Obviously, he's not that good defensively, but he's great offensively. I think that if they'd gotten one more hard-nosed defenseman, it would have been perfect, but they didn't. But I'm going to be honest with you, they're winning the division. All right. So, okay. You basically said what I was thinking. Um I guess division champ. And that's, okay, that's well, coming from a Habs fan. So I would yeah. I would never say that. But I really think that the Leafs improved so much okay. that not so much, but improved what they needed to improve. They improved where they were struggling last year. They, I'm gonna be honest. With you, did they did they have hard nosed guys last year? Did they have that, or was that like did you do you think they had all the guys that were? Um, like, I'm be honest. Right? Not at all. There you go. That's perfect. They're going to win the division. Yeah. Did the thing go? Um, yeah. It's all good. See, boys, first time doing a podcast. We're, we're getting the hang of it. We're good. Um, yeah. So I think that when you look at, yeah, so look, the Leafs lost a bunch of guys. That's what people are saying. Oh, they lost so many guys. It doesn't matter. They replaced them. If they keep doing uh, one year, one more year of, we're going to sign four guys at, once for one year contract, but they help the team. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you get the players. You get the players. So, uh, 
in terms of how the least did, I think they're, they're perfect. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess can't really add much to that, but let's move on to the next Atlantic Division team, the Montreal Canadiens. Why don't Do you want to talk about my Hatties? You want to talk about my Hatties. Okay. So, all right, Montreal, you know, um, they had that run in the playoffs a few years ago, and then this year, you know, might not have gone all too well for them, but they have been plagued by injuries and injuries and injuries. So, realistically, like, what can you do? Their top guys, you know, have been out for a while, and, uh, you know, they have had a lot of injury problems. So, their free agency, you know, wasn't too uh, flashy, I, I would think, say, but they did – but, I mean, they did uh, get Alex Newhook. Yeah. So yeah. that was something. He's a young guy, you know, played for Colorado. That's like a – that's pretty good, honestly. He's been he's been uh, decent for Colorado, I guess you could say, and he has so But he's got a lot of untapped potential, and we saw what they did last year with Kirby Doc. They traded for him, and he looked pretty good the whole year. So, like, hopefully yeah. it's the same thing with Newhook. So if I could just talk about – this Habs team, the first thing that comes up is their core. You know, you got Cole Caulfield, Slavkovsky, you got Nick Suzuki, and uh, Kirby Doc, and now you've got Alex Newhook. Like, on paper, that's a good, like, that's a pretty good young core. And I just think, you know, this year, who knows? But next year, after this year, if they go out, sign a couple big guys, maybe some big names, I think they really can be contending next year for the top three like the year after this one for the top three spots for sure but now it's just a matter of time for those young guys to develop and maybe they make their move next year so what are we thinking ranking them look look this is what you think right when you look at the hobbies you think you all the guys that you look on their team and you recognize right that's what you're gonna get what you're gonna get with the hobbies you're gonna look at all the guys that you see and you're gonna recognize them all do i think that they're good enough to go up that's like ahead of a team like Ottawa, no. Do I think they're good enough to go ahead of a team like Tampa? No. So they're last. But is it? Would they be last in every single division in the league? Hell no. It's just because the this division is so stacked. Mm. That's something for another time. But yeah, the Atlantic Division, great division. So I guess with that, we got two more teams left: the Ottawa Senators and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I think it's fairly fair to say Ottawa might be seventh place. Yep, I I honestly don't think there's need to really run this down really quickly. I think it's pretty obvious where Ottawa is. Uh, yeah, just, uh, well, honestly, like I I liked what they did last year. You know, DeBrincat came in, but then it just looked like they didn't make much progress after that. I feel like they were on a little bit of a roll. You know, they had something going. They were on path to be become a good team again. I mean, they got Vladimir Tarasenko, a big signing, which, of course, will help. They signed Jonas, Jonas Corposalo. So all of these small guys – or not small guys, but all of these <laughs> extra guys that they got – wow, this ad is amazing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> all of these guys they got. But I just feel like they haven't been making as much progress as they could have. You know, trading to bring Kit. I guess he didn't want to stay there, but – I don't really know what to say, other than their seventh place. Why don't you go ahead to Tampa for second place? I think that Tampa is you, – you know what you're going to get with Tampa? I think that right now you're always going to get a team that's in the playoffs for the next few years. I think that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's what they are. 
uh, they they always make these little sneaky improvements. They always make these little sneaky signings. Did yeah. they do much this off season? I don't know. Let me check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but not that I know of. Yeah, it's like it's. I don't think they did much. Um, did they I do mean, anything? Oh no, they did a little bit. Connor Sheary, Calvin DeHaan. Josh uh, Archibald. Josh Archibald. Anderson is back. Oh wow! Yeah. Like so, maybe okay. they just they here's just kept the team. Right? They kept their core. That's what they did. Okay. Yeah. Here's my take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, as soon as a team like Florida or Buffalo or Detroit, as soon as they like pop up from that wild card round, see you later. Division. Yeah, they're plummeting <laughs> all the way down. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, they got Stammer, Kucherov. But they're getting up in age. Time. Yeah, like, Stammer's getting older. He's getting up there. I don't know if Kucherov and Point can necessarily carry the team. And Vasilevsky, you know, he's always going to be that great goaltender. But real question is, for how long can he keep his Vesna, you know, uh, self up? So, for that, we put the Tampa Bay Lightning at second. So, that's going to wrap up the Atlantic Division. Just going over it again. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs at first, Tampa second, Boston third. Buffalo and Florida in the wild card realm. Um, Detroit sixth, Ottawa seventh, and Montreal eighth. So with that, now we are going to move on to the Metropolitan Division. So just give me a second so I can, you know, reset this. Yeah. Um. In terms of the Atlantic, though, going back to like what kind of that division stacked, like really when you think about it, I don't know whether it's a hot take or something, but it's definitely the best division in the. I don't um, think it is hot at all. Like, I, I don't think there's any... Yeah, I don't think it's a take. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's just straight facts. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out once we start ranking all of these divisions, but, you know, um, I don't think... Yeah, I think the Atlantic Division is the best division in hockey right now. And yeah. And, I don't know, it might offend some people, but I think that's just how how it is. Yeah, but also, like, when you think about it, right, the Atlantic Division is... It's, I don't know what's that. It's just that. I think yeah. that um, the division will get worse when Boston and Tampa do. Actually, you know what? That's, no, that's not true because then these young teams are going to come back up. I disagree with what I was going to say. That. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It is interesting. Right. It's interesting. So, I have pulled up the Metropolitan Division, so let's just real quick get, get started with the Carolina Hurricanes. Would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, so, hang on, give me a second. Um, so, Carolina, I, uh, I'm just going to pull this up real quick. Oh, I should have done my preparation here. Me, me being bad podcaster. Awful voice. All right. So, Carolina, um... It's, they got bunting. I mean, you, you're the Leafs fan here. You know what bunting hmm. is. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a good signing for what they are? Who they are? Uh, they I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't really get the fit, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that. Yeah, 4.5. I, I don't know. I guess he proved himself, but obviously he's playing with, you know, some top, like Matthews Marner, who... He gets assists from that, so I don't really know how much you can really say. Other than bunting, really, it wasn't that much. I mean, I mean Orlov, they re-signed. Oh, they got Orlov. Orlov. 
Or they signed a bunch of guys. You know, Freddie Angelo Anderson. came back. Sebastian Ajo's back. Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson. I, I think that you gotta look at them, and I think you gotta say second. Yeah, I think. I believe that is 100% fair. We go second place for Carolina. Now moving on to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And, you know, possibly maybe they can make a little run for it. Look, when you look at Columbus, I I think, would you say they're worse than the Habs? Uh, uh, I don't know if you could say that because... What they really they have Fantilli. Well, yeah, yeah. They have Goudreau. They have Line. Kent Johnson. Savkovsky. Seth Doc. Jones. Not this, no, I'm not, kidding. I'm kidding. Jones, I'm, I'm kidding. gonna say Wierenski. Oh, uh, Wierenski? Yeah. Cooley. I'm kidding. Um oh, I think no. that <laughs> I think that um I think that they're seventh. Um, I think they could, as of now, they may be better than Montreal. I disagree because, with that statement completely, but I think that, uh, uh, how many how many guys on their fourth line do you know? How many guys, can, can you tell me who Tyler Angle is? Can you tell me who Josh okay. Dunn is? Can you tell me who Matthew Oliver is? Can you tell me who, sorry, I'm just really upset, right? I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair, but like, okay, who's your Johnny Gaudreau matchup? Right here. It's it's Suzuki and Caulfield are Gaudreau and Line. Yes, they're not as good, but they're they yeah, still are. That's the thing. Like I feel like obvious well, okay. Then they have Fantilli. Who's your Fantilli guy? Savkovsky. Alright, who's your Kent Johnson guy? Doc. Cole Sillinger? I don't know if he's gonna play, but Yeah, but like we have the prospects. I think our defense core is ten times better than theirs. I mean they got Proverb, yeah, but like is he I mean, all that controversy with them, people are saying that's a horrible move. I don't know. Um, hmm. Okay, well, that, so ooh. better than each other or not, I think we can agree they're last place. Hey, I'm going to say seventh. Seventh, seventh, seventh. Philly's last. There's a spoiler. Let's just get right into it. Get right into put Philly last. There's nothing to say. Sorry. Nothing to say. I don't even know what's happening with Philly. You know, they had that chance at contending, and then it just all went down from there. After the yeah, couple years, honestly, yeah, they we, did literally nothing. They got Victor Mete. I guess that's what you. What's he say. gonna do? You know, they got Ryan Paling. Philly that's fans, you know what? Philly, hang on here, hang on. Flyers fans, I'm gonna look you dead in the eyes and say something. Ready? Okay. Victor Mete provides one team to a team, one thing to a team. You wanna know what that is? What? He gets the puck in the defensive zone, skates up the ice. Tries some sick Connor McDavid moves and loses the puck. That's all he does. That's all he does. <laughs> right. I watched it like for five years with the Habs or whatever the hell you played with. He's with Shea Weber on the first pairing and he sucked. All right. So, okay. Philly, you know, maybe it's time for a reboot. I mean, Matt Vay Mitchkov, hopefully he can be their savior. And hopefully we look back at this and. What do you think about Mitchkov? Wrong. Do you think that's a good pick? Uh, yeah. I mean, he fell. It's a, right it's a high risk him, pick. Right? It's a high risk pick, but it's. It it's is, a, but I think that kind but of. But it could have the reward. But it could have like, a big reward. All of a sudden, fans are getting back into it. They're like, okay. The reward could be higher than. It. It's a risk. risk. It's a risk, but the reward. I mean, he's going to be in the KHL for what, like three more years? Yeah, so he's, three years he's got go. his time, but he'll develop well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next, let's move on to the New Jersey Devils. 
I don't know about you, but I think they might make a run for the first place. Honestly. I think they are going to be... I think they're... I mean, I'm, yeah, I think they're first. I think that this is the exact way that you want to build a team up. Mm-hmm. This is the exact way that a team should be built. I mean, if you look at what they did, it's it's perfectly fine enough. I mean, they signed Shaw, and I don't, I don't know if that's going to help them. But oh, like, my God. I didn't even realize that. Um, did they even do anything? Cal so- Foot, no Shaq. It's not even about what they added, though. It's about what they have within their roster. Yeah, so their I mean, young core, like, I, I know I look said... At their centers, the like, look core. at their centers. Their centers are, like, look at their centers. Their centers, okay. their top three. Look at their top three centers. They got Heisher, Hughes, and where's the other guy? Dawson Mercer, that's that. Mm-hmm. So they got... Oh, yeah, honestly, like, this, their whole squad is impressive. I mean, their young talent is spectacular. Only, you know, teams could dream of having this good talent. And this is the best Devils team we've seen in a decently long time, honestly. Yeah. If I'm being 100% with you. Yeah. So, with that, with the Devils winning first place for us, we're going to move on to the New York Islanders. We are indeed, and I'm going to be honest with you, I think they're sixth. Um, They're sixth. To me, as a... Islanders, if I was an Islanders fan, there's nothing that really makes me want to think that they're going to make a run. I don't know about yeah. you, but that's what I think. Um, I mean, they have they have some guys that, that can play, obviously. Um, but in terms of who they signed, it's not much. I mean, Pierre Engvall signed for seven years. <laughs> uh, what a deal. That kind of shows what the what their mindset is. is they're gonna be they're they're gonna be like mid for a couple of years, and then they'll be back, soon, but not this year. Yeah, yeah. I guess not much to say about the Islanders. You know, like Philly, they were contending for a little bit and then they fell off a little bit. So, yeah, yeah lost some guys. But the next team we're gonna go to is the New York Rangers. Now, this is really interesting to me, but I think they're third. Yeah, I think they're third. I think that. I don't know where Kane's going to go. I don't even know if he's going to sign, if he's going to retire. I don't know what the gist is with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tarasenko left. But if yeah, you, you look know, at... They... Sorry. Yeah, they, they, bought, they bought so heavily. I know, at the deadline. And, and like, that was their window. And they... I'm not going to lie. I might say they kind of blew it. They did. They had so many guys that they could have got. And they... Yeah. They... I mean, when you look at what... I mean, Blake Wheeler is not, not at all like um, uh, Tarasenko or anything. Exactly. Like, it's not. I mean, if you look at who they signed, Riley Nash, Blake Wheeler, Alex Belzil, Ham's legend, Nick Benino, Tyler Pitlick, Jonathan Eric Quick. Gustafson. They signed a bunch of players that could play on the fourth line of any other team other than Blake Wheeler. And, exactly. they, ha- and they didn't replace Tarasenko or... Um, uh, Kane. Unless you do Kane, but... I guess that kind of speaks for itself. You know, they had their window. It's maybe slowly closing, though they have very good upsides. Benajad, Lafreniere, I don't know what's the deal with him. They got Kako, Capo Kako. They yep. got Panarin. They got Adam Fox, Shesterkin. I mean, their core is great. 
but it's just a matter of can those young guys blossom out to become superstars like they were supposed to. Yep. All right. Moving on. This might be the most interesting debate of the whole thing. Pittsburgh and Washington. They are fourth both in the wild card round. The real it's debate, exactly how you did it. Exactly how you did it. The real debate is who's gonna be the better team. I think it's exactly how you put it there. Pittsburgh added significantly with Eric Carlson. People say he's not good defensively. He's ten times better offensively um, than any other defensive in the league. So you're getting more goals. Yeah, you might be losing a good defense with Jeff Peach, but he's not really like a savior or anything. Um, I think that when you look at what Washington is as a team, they're they're probably they're on their way out. So is Pittsburgh. Don't get me wrong, but when Pittsburgh is at, as aggressive as they were, that shows that they're still eager and that the management or Kyle Dubas thinks that they're gonna. Go for a little run. Washington yeah, so, getting Washington getting Pacioretty is going to save them. I mean, he's just a main player that's injured every day now. Um, yeah. So, okay. Honestly, looking now at it, that's not even, like, a question. I don't think there's even any debate to that. But what there is a debate to is who do we put in the wild card for the East? We put Buffalo and Florida, right? Yeah. Out of those four teams, which ones are actually making the playoffs? So the top two, in my opinion, is Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Buffalo-Pittsburgh. All right. You heard it here first. Come back to this. Buffalo-Pittsburgh making the wild card spot and uh, qualifying for the playoffs. Buffalo hasn't made the playoffs in a while. And for Pittsburgh, it's a little bit of a last dance scenario, eh? Yeah, it is, eh? Yeah. All right. Uh, You know what time it is? You know what time it is? I think it's time for some fun. Little games? TikTok time! Oh, yeah, baby. Let's do some NHL over and or under. So as we pull this up, I'll just explain how this works real quick, maybe. So uh, we're going to get an NHL player, you know, point total. And um, we're going to say over and over or under that amount of points. So, for example, I don't know, uh... Evgeny Svechnikov over or under 60 points. So then we'd have to say what our opinions are, how many points he's going to get, and which one's right. So how about you start off with um, an over-under player? I'll give you Miko Rantanen over or under 98 points. Okay, so looking on the screen there, you got Miko Rantanen over or under 98. I think... Personally, on a Colorado team that he's going to be one of their studs, one of their guys. Oops. Sorry. He's going to be one of their guys. Um, I think that he is going to get under, but it's not going to be by a lot. I think that it's going to be like 90 points or something like that. Um, Yeah. What do you think? I think he'll get 86. I'm going to say I'm going to take the way under, honestly. He's All great, right. but I don't know if he's what he used to be. How about you right. give me a player next? All right, let's have at it. Jonathan Huberto on 100 points. Um, okay, I'm going to take the under here. Why is that? A severe under. Last season, you know, wasn't his year. He's playing on a tough Calgary Flames team who have not been the greatest, you could say. 
the last little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so honestly, I don't know if he has the pieces around him, you know, to to succeed and get those points. But, I mean, they got Kadri. They got other guys, I guess. I, I think that's a pretty high number, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's um, way too high. I'm going to go Jonathan Huberto. still think he's going to be great. I'm going to say 70. No, eight, 81 points. I don't know. What do you think? 81 points? Uh, I'm going to go... Even lower, honestly. 78 points. That's fine. Yeah, that's a good number. All right. Next, I got a pretty good one here. Right, Quinn Hughes over under 72 points. Holy... Uh, that's a pretty good number. Um, I think that's like almost right on, if I'm being honest. I'm gonna, I think over, and I think it's gonna be 75 points. That's my prediction here. Mm-hmm. Quinn Hughes will get 75 points in the 2023 season. To come back to that, that's gonna hopefully become true. I mean, if we look at Hughes' stats, you know, he's playing on a Vancouver Canucks team, very young. Maybe they'll make a push for the playoffs. Who knows? Last year, he got 76 points with 69 assists and 7 goals. I didn't mean to say that, but nice. Other than that, he got 68 points the year before. And then in the uh, COVID year, he got 41 and then 53. Don't so- forget to like and comment your thoughts down below, guys. Don't forget to do that. We're definitely going to take into account what you guys said. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you another one here. I'm going to give you your guy himself, Austin Matthews, with 105 points. So this is barring any injury. Sorry? So, so like, he could get injured. Take that into account. Like, Hmm. if he's injured, there's no chance he's getting 105. But... I think we're going to see an Austin Matthews breakout year. You don't think he's broken out yet? No, I mean, like... Obviously, he's broken out. Okay. I mean, like, a superstar. Superstar? Like, top two in the league. Because he wants to get the money next offseason? Yeah, he's got to play for the money. Is that with the Leafs? I hope so. Do you think? Um, we'll see how the season goes. I mean, I think (laughs) it's hard with Toronto, but I don't know. You know, the Tavares situation and for the Islanders, that just, you know, went to nothing right there. So... I'm I'm still gonna take the under. I don't think he's getting 105, but I think he'll hit 100. So I'm gonna say 101 points for Austin Matthews with 63 goals on the year. Nice, 63 goals. Nice. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna you know hit it right back at you with your Habs. We're gonna go Uri Slavkovsky over under 50 points. I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is not even like a hot take. I think that he starts the year in the minors, comes up maybe for a bit, and then goes right back down. I think this year is all about developing him to play against men in the in the AHL. And when he eventually does come up, which I think will be next year, is the year after this year is when he'll break out. So I think he's getting under maybe even 30 points. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. This is a big – this is a bit of an interesting one. We're going to yeah. see here. Connor Bernard, 80 points. Okay, that's a really good one, huh? That's a pretty okay. good one. So, obviously, playing on the Blackhawks. Might be playing with Taylor Hall. He's on there, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, yeah. he's going to be, you know, he's going to be good. 
I think he will definitely win the Calder. And he's going to break out. He's going to be a great player. Do I think he's going to get 80 points in his first season? Um, not too sure. I think he's going to get... Because he might not get a lot of assists on the year. He's playing with Chicago, realistically. So I think he's going to get 78 points. No, that's a lot of assists, though. You know what? Fine. He can create chances, too. I think he's going to get... <laughs> 78 points. I'm taking the over or under here. Wow. Actually, no. Screw that. 82 points. Point per game player. I'm taking the over here. Connor Bedard is going to score 46 goals next year. Okay. Maybe not 46. Okay. All right. What do you think about that? I think that that's... I think that his number is pretty high. I don't know. It's almost a point per game, so... Yeah, you know, I'm changing it's... mine back to 72. 72 is good. Okay. You know, he's going to be star, but 72 points is still amazing. But what do you think for the point total? Um, I think that he's going to get 70 points here. I just don't see him getting point per game. Hmm. Uh, I just don't see that at all. Um, It's just... Unless he's better than McDavid, it's a possibility. That's that's fair. that's the over. Do you want to? Okay, here. Let me do that. Do you want to talk about what the next segment's gonna be? And I'll just put it. Yeah, sure. So that was the over under. Let us know if our takes were ridiculous and if you think completely different. You know, type in the comments. Connor Bedard, this many points. Then Quinn Hughes, this many points, taking the over, under, if you're on YouTube or anything like that. So that was the over and under segment. And now we're going to be moving on to one of the last things we have for the podcast today. And um, that's going to be the, you know, the kind of fun uh, little $15, you know, graphics that we have. Do you up. want me to bring it, pull it up on the screen here? I can pull it up. Uh, all right. Sure, sounds good. Um, I can actually, yeah, give me a second here. I'll pull it up. You're going to share Yeah, it? you explain what it is. You explain. Yeah. All right. So, essentially, we'll start with, how about we start with start bench cut? All right. So, we uh, have... sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, actually, I don't think I can pull it up. But, yeah, all let's right, do. Fine. So, I'll give three players, or you can do it, and um, we'll say who we're going to start, who we're going to bench, and who we're going to cut. And for you following at home, you know, follow along with us. Comment down below what you think and what you would do if you were a GM. I'm so, just going to put it on the I'm just gonna put it on the recording here for the people on YouTube that can see so they can type it in the comments when they're, um, uh, with, their, with their opinion. So... All right. Uh, do you so want me to give you the guys we have? I think I'm going for start bench cut. We're gonna go with Tage Thompson. We're gonna go with Kirill Kaprizov. And we're gonna go with I need a young Jason Robertson. Oh Jesus. That might be right. really hard. I don't know. Let's see. Can we get it? Pop it up on the screen real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get it right here. One sec. All right. So for those that you at home, Buffalo's Tage Thompson, Minnesota's Kirill Kaprizov, and Dallas's Jason Robertson. 
Well, let us know before we even get started. Um, who 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 would you start? Who would you bench? And who would you cut if you had to make a team? Maybe even build a. This one's this one's pretty interesting, actually. I'm not. Mm. Uh, shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I gotta. I'm just gonna pull pull it up here. Uh, on the screen. It will take one so I got a question for you guys, you know, listening at home. If you want to comment, you can. If you just want to think about it, then think about it. What is your biggest hot take for the season? You know, anything, maybe this player will get 100 points. This player will fall off a cliff. This team will do win the President's Trophy. This team won't even make the playoffs. Whatever you want, whatever you have. Maybe a team will relocate next year. I don't know. What is your biggest hot take for this coming up NHL season? We want to hear all of it. And let us know down below in the comments. Or yeah, let us if you're know. you're at home, just think about it. Um, I just gotta edit this thing right here. Bang. Alright, starts, bench, cut. Tate Thompson. You gotta put one of them as a ticker. Um, yeah, I know, I know. I was just fixing Kuroka Prezov's name. Oh, my fault. I probably think I No, no, no. I think it's just... It's all okay. All good. Okay, so... Start bench cut, Tage Thompson, Jason Robertson, and Kirill Kaprizov. I'm just going to do the intro here for the TikTok, so it looks like we're going to, you know, so, mm-hmm. people, I'm just going to write. All right, start bench cut, Tage Thompson, Jason Robertson, or Kirill Kaprizov. All right. Very interesting, honestly. But I, I don't know what I'm going to do, actually. I mean, all of these guys are young, superstars, all going to be great for their respective teams. But the question is, who's going to be best? Who's going to be the worst? All right, what do you think? I think that you're going to start Kaprizov, bench Robertson, and cut Tage Thompson. And I don't know about that one. I think you start Robertson, bench Tage, cut Kirill. Okay, is that your final answer? Okay, let's 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 debate a little bit here, because I think we're both starting Robertson, right? Yeah, what I'm understanding. So it's between Tage and Kirill. So, um, hmm. actually, you know, if you put it this way, if I'm starting a franchise and I gotta choose one core piece, I'm picking Kaprizov. Yeah, I'm taking Kirill Kaprizov. So I think I think wait, I'm I should first actually. Caprizov, Robertson, Thompson. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to say it to the camera for the for the thing? All right. So start bench cut. Tage Thompson, Jason Robertson, and Kirill Kaprizov. The order is not correct. We're gonna go with starting Kirill Kaprizov, benching Jason Robertson, and cutting Tage Thompson. Let us know down in the comments what you guys think. But yeah. All right. That's perfect. Um. All right. So, next thing... Uh, We're going to do a little draft. Now, this is fun. Are we just going to do it so we're just picking the players, or do we have to show the... Um, I I don't know. How, how do we want to do this here? Do you want to just... Uh, do you want to just... Do you want to just take players and then um, just screw them out of the cash? Uh, I don't know. That might take... Okay, let's do the penalty kill one first. So, 
essentially, we are going to be building a penalty kill with $10. So both of us are going to create teams. So that should be fun. Let me just real quick. Uh, how, how do we pull this up, you think? Maybe we don't even have to. I think that we should do it so that um, I'm just saying a, a name. And uh, no, I'm saying... I think that it can be so that you go, I go, you go, I go, you go, and then first person to build a team with five or four guys. So it can like be anyone in the draft, league. Kind of? Anyone in the league. Yeah, it's basically like a draft. Um, hmm. And then... Okay, so it's not uh, really the $15, $10 thing, right? Uh, No, not really. All right, sure. I think we can just do it as a draft. Okay. And then you can use the thing for a reference if you want, players. Well, I'm not sure. All right, but how we gotta show it on the screen now? Uh, we don't need to show it on the screen. We just show it on the editing. We'll show editing, editing, we'll edit, edit. Edit, yeah, edit's coming up. All right, so I'll just do the intro really quick. Yeah. All right, so building the best penalty kill possible. We're gonna each get four guys. Let's get straight into it. I'll start with the number one pick. Sorry. But with my <laughs> first overall pick for the best penalty kill, I'm going to go with Jacob Slate on my back end. Solid okay. pick. I, I, think that's, um, I think that's a great, solid pick. Um, I'm just going to put that up. Best penalty kill draft. Do you want to edit it in as we go? Um. Sure. Do you want to say? Did you say it like to the camera and stuff, or like? Yeah. Time? Okay. Okay. With my okay, I'm gonna go with. Okay, this might be a bit controversial. Connor McDavid, welcome to the team. I just need his speed. I just mm, need his speed. Fair. I just need his speed. Okay, took my guy. All right, we're going with another dude. Could be a little bit biased, but I'm going Mitch Marner. As one of my forward spots for my penalty kill. So I got Marner and Slavin looking decent so far. But uh, All right. who got the best player on earth? So I think <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty... All right. Um I'm gonna take a defenseman here because I need one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Devin Taves from Colorado. Dang, okay, that's a great pick. All right, um, I'm going to round out my forwards here. I'm going to pick for, I'm going to pick Nico Heischer. Great. So we got Heischer, Marner, and Slavin on the back, and I think it's decent so far. I'm going to go right in here and take Anze Kopitar. He's a proven guy that's good on the penalty kill. All right, that's fair. Now, for my last pick in the draft, I need a defenseman. Well, technically, I could pick someone else. But I think I'm going to go with... Um, I think I'm going to go with Jonas Brodin. Good pick. I's. I'm going to go and take Slavin's teammate over there, Brett Pesci. All right. So, just so to, going uh, over our teams, yeah. uh, I'll just say mine. I yeah. got... Mitch Marner, Nico Heischer, Jacob Slavin, and Jonas Brodeen. I got Connor McDavid, Devin Taves, Anze Kopitar, and Brett Pesci. Wow, that's all. So let us know down below in the comments 
who wins, who got the better penalty kill, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was that was the penalty kill draft. Now we can go straight into the best power places. Complete opposite. How about you start because I started last time. Okay. But so since we I can do we can do the money thing. Let's do the money thing. So you can just okay. Say sure. So so we how do we show it on the screen? Uh, edit. Okay. So we up. can edit it onto the screen. Okay. Sure. So. I'm gonna start off right here. I think that for 15 bucks, the most underrated player on this thing is going to be Reagan Point for one dollar. Welcome. Great pick. All right. I think you passed up on this guy. I'm going for five dollars right away. I'm picking Connor McDavid. All right. I'm going. So I got. I got the guy that can create, but I need the stud defenseman. So I'm going five bucks for Kale McCarr. So I'm at six. Oh, I didn't even see him. That's a great pick. Okay. So, okay, I got Connor McDavid here. And, you know, I'm really shocked that this guy is this low on the list. For $1, I'm taking the Pittsburgh captain, Sidney Crosby. Okay, so we're both at six? Both at $6. I'm going right in there with another $5 pick. That's going to bring me up to 11 I think, if that's correct math. Welcome to the squad, Alex Ovechkin. All right. Great pick. So I got, I got, you know, two great playmakers. I got some shot creators, but I think I need a big one-timer. I'm going to go for $5, same route as you did. I'm going to pick Austin Matthews right there. So we're both at 11, correct? Both at 11. All right. I need a bit more creativity. I don't know how he's sitting there at two bucks, but give me Jack Hughes. Mmm. That's a great pick. All right, so you're at 13? 13, and I got one uh, one pick left. So I got two players left. Er, yeah, so I think I got to pick a D-man here. And best scenario, my guy, guy who's been known for offense. For $3, I'm going to be taking Eric Carlson. Recently got acquired by the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, just to wrap it off, I got choices, but I'm going to end it off with Artemi Panarin. Mm, nice. All right, to wrap it up for me, I'm going to take Alexander Barkov. All right, so do you want me to guy. go over my squad? Yeah, go quick? over your squad. Yeah. So we got we got Alex Ovechkin. Actually, no, we'll go in order here. We got Kale McCarr. We got Alex Ovechkin. We got Braden Point, we got Jack Hughes, and we got Artemi Panarin. Okay, that's that's pretty great. All right, my squad, we got Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Sidney Crosby, Alexander Barkov, and Eric Carlson. Solid. All right, so like we did the other one, let us know down in the comments who wins, who's scoring more goals on the power play, and who's bagging some goals. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's yeah, getting no, in the goals. Okay. Um, right. so honestly, that is the first episode for you guys. Um, yeah. comment down below on if you're on YouTube what you think. Rate us five star on uh, Spotify for an Apple Podcast. Well, again, rate us five star. Keep going. Let's go, boys. Get get the community together, boys. Go follow us on X. Let's, let's grab up the face-off podcast. Let's make our podcast viral, guys. 
yeah Let's so go. just want to say this was our first you know first ever podcast we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and if you uh, made it to this point comment down below uh comment down below comment microphone. down below microphone no comment down below uh Yoel Kibi Ranta <laughs> That's what uses a big microphone, all right? If you made it to this point, we want you to comment down below. Yoel Kibi Ranta uses a big microphone. Perfect. We'll know the OGs from that. And if yes. you're on Spotify, you know, thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back. Go to the YouTube and subscribe. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Oh, yeah. We'll be back soon. And... That's going to do it for this podcast. Thank you so much. And the Face Off Podcast out. See you guys around.